to Bound by Books. I am one of your hosts, Danielle Bannister. I also write under Danny Bannister. I write all things swoon from sweet to sexy to suspenseful. And today I have a a guest podcaster with me. Uh, She is uh, Jessica Waldron and she writes under Constance Ruth Clark. And tell us what it is that that you write. Give us a little uh, feedback about uh, what it is you do. Hi, Danny. Thanks for having me. I'm wicked excited to be here. Um, yeah, I write steamy romance, both contemporary suspense and historical with a dash of paranormal um, in the time travel element sort. Um, but yeah, that's kind of what I write. Great. Well, so you and I, we're, we're sort of new acquaintances. Uh, we met at a, a local uh, book signing and we were both, I think, one of the only romance writers in that particular group of of authors. There's a bunch of authors there. So we sort of naturally yep. sort of gravitated toward yep. one another and uh, yep. started uh, talking shop and uh, mm-hmm. made a connection. And, and we, we started talking about, you know, the things that we feel that we, we excel at and things that we don't feel that we excel at. And you <laughs> had, because <Yeah. laughs> there are, there are strengths and, and minuses in, in anything that, that you do as an author. And, and one of the things that you and I uh, were talking about is sort of this expertise that you have um, sort of helping those uh indie authors uh who are, are just stepping into to this to this business mm-hmm. who may have been traditionally published in the past and are now sort of getting their feet wet and trying to figure mm-hmm. out how to navigate the indie waters and i thought that would make a great podcast so <laughs> i twisted your arm to talk about pretty much uh, yeah <laughs> It is what I do. I twist the arms. And so you and I sort of together, we we, we tried to come up with sort of a, I guess, five tips uh, for, for those authors stepping in. Now, we have to caveat this, that this is a massive undertaking. This is not a, a simple thing that we could possibly recap in one podcast uh we'll we'll sort of highlight the things that we think are the mm-hmm. most sort of important and then if you know after the podcast you're like you know what we really want you to dive deeper into one of these areas let us know and you know we'll do that but for today we'll just do sort of um an overview but um how did you i guess get to the point where you wanted to sort of help authors on this particular bumpy ride as <laughs> becoming an indie author <laughs> Well, originally I didn't, I was just trying to do it for myself. Um, So, you know, and that's, I think where a lot of um, people like myself start um, is you're just trying to figure it out for yourself. And then, you know, you meet other people who are also trying to figure it out and they're like, oh my God, you have that figured out. Well, can you help me figure it out too? And so that's kind of where the coaching comes in. Um, So I have helped, you know, quite a few authors, um, learn. Some of them were traditionally published like myself prior to becoming indie published. And then some of them were never traditionally published. And I just helped them get right in, you know, get their feet wet completely in indie publishing. And, you know, they haven't looked back. Right. Um, and, you know, they're all steamy romance, um, like myself. So uh, <laughs> with the exception of one of my clients who is um, small town, um, but she's not steamy romance. She's just small town right. and she writes mysteries and stuff like that. So right. she's, um, and she's become very successful. Um, and Good. she's, uh, yeah, she's, she's, uh, quite, um, she's constantly saying, you got to listen to it. And she asked my opinion about everything, which is great. Cause yeah. I, it's, it's nice to, 
to be able to uh, give that. Um, and I sometimes well, I'm like, I don't know, but in my educated guess. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, it, it's it's pretty much as universal sort of the type of, I think, information, mm. especially for today's podcast. It's not yes. going to matter what genre that you write right. in for these particular tips. These are pretty just kind of standard right. uh indie you know if you're if you're stepping onto the indie train mm-hmm. for the first time or you're coming off a traditionally published these are sort of what we sort of decided and we're yeah. you know we're no experts we're just a couple of authors <laughs> and you know but what we have found uh was the most uh beneficial work for yeah, us yeah to pay attention to be aware of because it is mm-hmm. a very sort of a daunting task it's not just writing a book and hitting publish that's no. the easiest part of the writing indie journey it, and I think that there's there's this misconception especially if you're coming from traditionally published mm-hmm. that that that's essentially what it is and that the machine sort of takes care of it once you hit publish that Amazon is going to start that was a mistake that I made originally yeah. I, I made that mistake originally thinking that being traditionally published, they are going to take care of everything. And right. they, they didn't, oh. um, <laughs> they, they didn't do any marketing for me. I was, I, I didn't even know I was expected to do it. You know, yeah. um, I didn't understand, um, you know, and, and even though I had a say in my book cover, they're the ones who actually did the book cover and they did a horrible job of it. Yep. Um, you know, if you look at my, if you go back and you look at my author page, you'll see it very early on because it was published in uh, 2011. Um, and I actually took it down when I reclaimed my rights, which you can do um, yep. as an author. You read can your contracts, your read mm-hmm. your contracts. Don't just yep, say, oh, sure they, you know. they have my best interests at heart. Uh, no, they have their interests at heart. Exactly. So read it over. Well, and the other and the yep exactly and the other thing that you really have to be careful of is um you know you get a you get this book deal that you think you're getting read the contract and find out how much money you have to put up front because if you have to put one dime up front it is not a traditional that's a vanity publisher. press, that, that that's vanity vanity press. Yep. yeah and they, are, and they are making money off of you it's and not they a have their place i mean if yeah. you if you hear all of the indie publishing things that need to be done and you're like, you know what, if I pay somebody to do this and you are, you know what you're getting yourself into and you're like, okay, so I'm going to pay somebody to do cover the editing, you know, all of the, all of the stuff that needs to happen after I've written the book, I'll pay them to do all that, but I'll keep my creative rights and I will publish it myself, you know, actually hit the publish button and right. put it up on Amazon and then manage, and manage the expenses right. and whatnot. After. You manage all of that after, but you put the money up front because you're going to have to pay for the money up front. Anyway, you have to put money into editing. You have to put money into your covers. You have to put money into your formatting. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, who's going to read a poorly formatted, poorly edited with a cover that nobody like, oh, that's probably yeah. not going to be a good book if they yeah. look at the cover and they're like totally turned off by it. Right. And then um, I guess sort of so, speaks to yeah. sort of like our first tip is that mm-hmm. that creative control is now in Yours. your court. Like once <laughs> once you are indie, you are it is fully in your court to an extent. Mm-hmm. To it, it depends on the traditional publish how much sort of creative control you have. That varies, but once you're an indie, all of those creative decisions are now mm-hmm. yours to make. You need to find the designer. You need to find the editor. You need to figure out how to format the book. You need exactly. to market. You do it all, right? So this exactly. Is 
it, that yeah. is, in itself can be enough, especially I think maybe for some uh, tra- traditionally published authors to be like, oh, ho, ho, I can't do well, that. It, it's very intimidating in a way. Yeah, um, it is. You know, it can be, excuse me, it, it's very intimidating in a way because um, all of the things that, you know, you, you just think, okay, well, I've written the book. With the cover design, there are a lot of nuances to cover design that you may not consider. Um, for example, what sells? You know, what's going to catch a reader's eye? You have like literally two seconds while they're scrolling through whatever they're scrolling through to catch their eye and to get them to click on your book. Right. And if your cover isn't catching or it doesn't fit your genre, like maybe they click on your book because it's a really catchy cover and they're expecting a murder mystery, but your your steamy romance. Well, right. that's right. not going to fly because right. now all the murder mystery fans are going to be mad at you. Right. Even if they do click through and buy the book, you're going to get horrible reviews because they're going to be like, this was not what I thought it was. It did not meet my so, expectations. The packaging did not. did not match what was on the inside. So yeah, you exactly. can't lie on your cover. You can't go, no. oh, this type of cover sells really well. I will slap it mm-hmm. on my book that has nothing to do with that. Exactly. It's not exactly. going to pan out in your favor doing that. No, it, exactly. And that is a mistake that I've seen a lot of indie yeah. um, authors make is that, you know, and another, um, you know, it, and they get the the cover, um, you know, you go and you see a lot of pretty shoes and you're like, oh, I need that pair. Oh, I need that pair. And, and I'm just using shoes as a right. metaphor because I really don't right. do that. But, um, you know, for anyone is something that you just go and you buy. People there, I know authors who do that with covers, sure. you know, sure. they, they look at these pre-mades and they're like, oh, that's so pretty. Oh, I could write a book with that. I'll one. write a book on that one day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah. 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 Oh, D- don't make absolutely. that mistake either. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Your, your, yeah. your book cover should sort of convey uh, the, they should look at a cover and know exactly what type of book this is. They're going to know right. it instantly. Is this going to be a steamy yep. romance? Is this going to be a comedy? Is this going to be a murder yeah. mystery? The tone well, and- needs to be there instantly well and and the, and the other part about your cover is you have the option of designing your own cover as an indie mm-hmm. uh, now I wouldn't do that if you don't have any like eye for it if you don't have an eye for it don't make the mistake of trying to do it I have worked with authors who have made that mistake and it's horrible results nobody wants to tell that it's a made a cover made by somebody right. who doesn't know what they're doing and so right. if you see the cover doesn't meet standards then nobody's going to take a, a chance on what's the inside because if that's what the right. cover looks like the inside's going to be garbage too even if it's not so right even if you have it professionally edited and you spent the fifteen hundred three thousand dollars to edit your hundred thousand page yeah i mean a hundred thousand word manuscript yeah 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 because yeah. that's what it costs let's yeah. be real here i mean that's one of the things about indie um you know editing and it's not for every especially let me let me retract. Okay, so especially in the beginning, when you're a new author and you haven't published before, you need to spend the money on an editor. You need yeah. to. Yeah. Um, you've got to have somebody that you can trust um, who will give you the you know the real feedback into how your book is, what your writing strengths and weaknesses are, so that they can give you that feedback. You have to spend the money on that. Traditional publishers. Um, they're the ones who, who take that chance and spend right. the money if you go traditionally published. But when right. you're indie, you have to do it yourself. Once you have some experience, and I'm going to get a lot of slack for this, I know I will, but once you have some experience, um, you can kind of step back a little bit, use tools like Pro Writing Aid or Grammarly to kind of 
right. see all the, you know, all the, are your commas in the right place kind of, right. kind of editing. You still need to have some sort of a developmental editor, even if it's your beta readers who you really trust, who right. know your series um, and who'll, who's happy to do it for free just because they love your book so much. Or I mean, in exchange for you know, a signed paperback or, you know, you yeah, can, you can pay them, yeah. you can barter those types yes. of services with them. And oftentimes they're happy to do that. I have an ARC team. That if, yep, you know, yep. if they read the book, I'm sending them a signed paperback, yep, you know, it's, yep, me too. it's, it's my, yep. I said, thank you for your service. Yep. Cause I know that this is not, yep. you know, and, and it's taking time out. Exactly. Exactly. And you know, they, they don't have to do that. And right. um, you know, it's, it's part of having that, but having a beta team who reads through it and then says, okay, can you expand on this? Or you missed this, or, you know, here you're saying that her birthday is here, but here you said it's here, right. you right. know, somebody, those can be invaluable. I do have a small beta reading team, alpha yeah. beta readers um, that I rely on the same as I would have a developmental editor and they're considerably cheaper, but they took a lot of time to find them and yep. to start to trust them and everything because you don't, you don't want, um, and you can pay for that type of service as well. You can pay for anything. Right, there are services out there for everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. I mean, there's, you know, money is king. Big business in authorship. So you should be careful of that too. There, There is a lot of fraudulent things going on out there because they know you're desperate and you don't know what you're doing. And so they pray on it. No, you want to make sure that it's it's a legitimate yeah, service. And yeah. you don't want to, like, if they're scrolling you or um, trolling you, I guess is yeah. the word, in Facebook groups or whatever, like, hey, I'll beta read for you for, you know, X amount of dollars. No, there's actual legitimate sites that you can go to and, um, you know, um, and they'll help you out with that. And then, um, you know, before we get too far down that rabbit hole, because and that is another it's rabbit all hole. Rabbit holes. This is all a rabbit so hole conversation many. for sure. Yeah, yeah. Like there's so much research that you have to do, but then um, there's also the formatting, which is all part of your creative control. Yeah. Um, and you're, when you're formatting your book, do you want the drop caps, the, you know, those pretty drop caps in the beginning of your chapters? Do you want a little picture before your chapter? Do you want and to just know that the little pictures one? are pretty, but they're going to affect your delivery rate. It's going to make yeah. that means less royalty for you. The more pictures you have, mm -hmm. the less royalty you get. You also yep. have to format a paperback differently than you mm -hmm. format an ebook. So are you yep. going to offer a paperback? Mm -hmm. Are you just gonna do ebooks? So mm -hmm. Yep, and because it's it's completely different, like they require PDFs for mm -hmm. Amazon. If you want if you want uh your book in a paperback or a hardcover, it has to be PDF. But if you're just offering it in ebook, you can just do it um EPUB and yeah. you know the EPUB style. And then you know where it and what kind of program do you use to do the formatting? Can you do it in, in Word? Certainly, you can do it in Microsoft sure. Word. It gets a little tricky in Word. That's how I do it, but, but I've been doing it that way for years. Yep. So I know yep. what I'm doing because I've been doing yep. it for years. But you right. can pay somebody to do it. Formatting yep. shouldn't be too expensive. Shouldn't, no, I, you, shouldn't, I, you shouldn't spend, I mean, it depends on how long your book is, let's right, face right. it, because yeah. they do, they do charge based on that. If you have a 300,000 right. tome, you're going like, you know, right, right, to pay right. more, but if it's right. just, you know, 80,000 words or whatever, you know, a standard novel size, you're probably looking at 120 bucks to have somebody format your book. I'm just talking real numbers there. Right. I mean, it, if it's right. much more than that. Now, um, Amazon mm -hmm. now has a sort of a formatting feature. Um, well, they so, did before with create, uh, create, create space. Yeah, thank you. Create, create space. space. Yeah. They, they had that before yeah. and draft to digital as well, which is yeah. another. Yeah, draft to digital does it as well. They, yeah. 
Yep, you can do it for free using there. And they actually come out very nice. They do. They you, do. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the KDP know. one's a little trickier to navigate yeah. right now. Yeah. Um, but, what, but yeah, and what you can, can do, do it. There too. are workarounds. For, yeah, for I mean, and, and if you if you wanted to do it completely for free, you can go into like um, Draft to Digital, use their free tool, upload it into your computer, and then download it onto Amazon. Yeah. Or yeah. wait, download it to your computer and upload yeah. it onto Amazon. <laughs> <That> <laughs> I knew what stuff. you meant. I knew what you meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and and do it that way just to do it for free. But there's um, so there's uh, Atticus is one that you can use, which is a great tool yeah. for formatting. And they have yeah. a lot of really cool features and it's made specifically for indie authors. So Atticus is one. Yeah. Um, and uh, the other is Judah, which I, I used um, it. See the big, so I, let me preface this. A lot of um, indie publishers, they use Apple products. Yeah. So Apple has its own, um, and now I can't remember off the top of my head. And then you would have thought that I would have written this Something down. with a V, isn't it? Yes. Um, vellum. 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 Yes. Vellum. <laughs> yeah, this oh, I can't believe vellum. I remember that because I do not have a Mac. <laughs> no, <laughs> but you can true. buy a program for them. If you own a word, you can buy like a, a that that it will be compatible. You can. Right. Well, yeah. and, and Judah, when I did my research, Judah was one of those compatible programs that was compatible to Vela in a, Vela, Vellum in a way. Um, so if you didn't have a Mac, you needed a different way to format. Right. And since I wasn't going to spend the money on a Mac. Exactly. Just for formatting, exactly. Yeah. No. We're uh, starving so authors here. We can't afford Mac. <laughs> No, we're just, we're just trying to do, right. you know, with what I got. So, right. Right. Um, so yeah, so I didn't, I didn't want to end vellum is a few hundred dollars in itself. Like it it's is, not yeah. cheap, yeah. Right. you know, right. so you get the Mac for <laughs> you know, whatever you're paying for that. And then you still Nothing have to put is. another few hundred dollars into that. Yeah. So yeah, Judah was much easier. Um, and I think Atticus is also, uh, very comparable to, to vellum in many ways. Like yeah. you can just upload your, your word document and it will just plug in all the chapters yeah, and it has everything like it knows what to look for and yes of course you have to tweak it right um but it makes it easier in the end when you have to update your back matter which you will be doing quite often as an uh -huh. indie author uh -huh. uh, yeah, uh -huh. god that's uh, so painful with yeah. the marketing but it makes it much easier if you can just go to one place in your atticus or your or your judah or whatever you're using and you just go into that one place right. and update your back matter or you can even have um like a, a template that you create that you just have all your back matter in. And then you just plug that in every time you finish uh, with a book and you just plug that one template in, boom, you're done. You don't have right. to redo it every time. For, so for that somebody, makes it a For somebody easier. who might be brand new to to the writing, um, can you sort of explain quickly what what you mean by back matter? Like, I know what you mean by back matter, but what <laughs> if somebody was like, what the heck is back matter? What does that mean? Yeah. I don't know what that means. What, 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 like, what's a simple way that you would describe what back matter is? Um, I would say that that's like your resume in a way, all the books that you've <laughs> written. Yeah. Um, yeah. Where to find you as an author, where to find your other books, where to go, like, say, this is the first book. How to book sign up for your newsletter. Yeah, how to sign up for your newsletter, how to find out, you how to follow you on social media, how, how to, to buy how the to next find, book. How to find the next book was just what I was going to say. Yeah. So it's, it's like all the, all the things. Let's see. I have, um, and I do, I do stuff like this. Yep. Like, oh, 
you know, so like there's a list of books. Um, and but I also have like a an ad in yeah. the, in my book. Now you're going, yeah. oh my God, she's no, it's it, seriously, you know, we have to do this. We have to put all yeah. this stuff, you know, and well, you do that in the ebook, I, you do that in the paperback, yeah. it's all of the yeah, but wait, there's I, more. I looked at, I looked at um, you, you'll laugh, but I looked at Harlequin, right, yeah. in what they used to put in the in the back of their books, and they, I used to get because I'm a reader too, sure. you know, they they would have a picture Absolutely. of the book. Absolutely. Now this is my paperback, so obviously there's not a link, but right. in the ebook there is, and it's yep. a full color a and link, and yep, 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 yep right there. Um, so that's that's your back matter. You can also do front matter, very similar, I think. Yep. Um, I think in this book, it's you can do both. You can, uh, yeah, yeah, you can. Back yeah. matter is more this sort is, of. This common. is an early book of mine, so you can see my front matter was. Yeah, you'll see that a lot little, in but, books, especially if they're yeah. a series. Is a you know. Yep. Yeah. All right, we got to move on to the well, next tip, but we're never going to get through this. All right, our our second I'm glad tip. Keeping track. Our second tip <laughs> is is sort of talking about publishing control because mm -hmm. you are now the publisher of mm -hmm. these books that are coming out. How right. are you, you know, keeping track? Are you using free ISBNs? Are you paying for ISBNs? Mm -hmm. Are you, how many releases a year are you going to do? Are you mapping them out? Do you have a mm -hmm. strategy? What is your business plan for this publishing right. business and, of yours? And that is all something that you need to, as if you're considering indie uh, publishing, you have to consider all of those as well. Um, one of the... So, and this is something that I get flack from, from some, um, but a lot of other indie authors are in the same boat as me is where um, ISBNs are expensive. Let's just face it. Um, you can, yeah. and you need a separate ISBN for your paperback. You need a separate ISBN for your hardcover. You need a separate ISBN for your ebook and for your audio. Yeah. So all of those and I they're like a book social like a, security number for lack of right. a better phrase. So every, every element every different format right. is a different entity but it also it also will tell um the booksellers like um barnes and noble or whomever right um who actually published the book where is that book actually published from and so if you have like i have clark publishing house um llc and that's my publishing house that i created right. and i you know it, i i incorporated and in everything else which i highly recommend you do as an indie anyway that's a different conversation well but actually that's still it's part of the publishing control it's, it's in publishing but it's part control, sure. of, it's part of your control yeah. because um if you say, you know, all of a sudden out of the blue, your book takes off, look at Colleen Hoover. Okay. Mm -hmm. She was indie, she was indie published. All of a sudden her books took off. Okay. Now, if Colleen was writing under, and I have no idea, so please don't say that I have any insight to Colleen's <laughs> business or her finances or anything like that. Cause I don't, I just know that now she's making millions, but yeah. when she first started, if she hadn't already set up the foundations of her business where she has her own publishing house and all of the funds that she makes or uses to spend towards advertising or the money that she's making on her books has to be funneled through that advert uh, through that publishing house. Um, because if you do it through yourself, then um, that money, say you went from zero to a million you know, in a year, all of a sudden the IRS is looking to you. Honey. Right. Right. Well, and, <laughs> and that you speaks don't want to like that. sort of tip number two. It's now that financial control. So exactly. not, you, you're now in control of all of the money coming right. in and all of the money coming out. And the IRS mm -hmm. is going to want to know 
what you're making and what you're spending. Right. So you've got right. to make sure that you're keeping good you financial have to keep very, records. Very you've good got records. to keep your receipts. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and well, and beyond that, I mean, there are simple spreadsheets that you can yep. create while you're in, while you're just getting started before things really go too crazy, tracking right. the sales of each book, tracking yep. the sales of, uh, and, and I track my sales, um, both monthly, quarterly, daily, uh, I track now, right now, um, once you, once you start getting to the point where you're selling uh, a lot more daily and it you're, because I was tracking each book every day, it gets a bit cumbersome when yeah. you're, you're doing that. So I tend to track overall daily sales, seeing if my ads, and I'm also tracking my ad spends for those days and where I'm spending, like if you're putting in, um, say you're, you're going in a group, uh, you pay a paid promo that's only promoting for one or two days. You want to track. So the 50 bucks that you spent on that is, is that a good investment, right? Exactly. Am I going to spend that again? Or is it, Oh, right. Huge Are you seeing loss? the same return or, yeah. or did you just spend, you know, did you just flush your 50 bucks right. or did you flush the 50 bucks and get back 25, you know? Right. Like Make a note of that so that you know the next yeah, time you release, use exactly. them again. Don't use them again. Exactly. Yeah. yeah if you and don't keep tracking that, you're so just throwing many... good money after bed. Right. And there's so much research that you have to do towards that and in, in your marketing. And the thing that you have to remember, it doesn't matter if you're traditional or indie published, you're the one in charge of your marketing. Unless you're like, you know, Harry. And that's our okay? next step. Marketing control. You are, you are a wizard. And this is transitioning. It's yeah, the marketing control. That's all you, yeah. baby. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's all on you. You yeah. are your own brand. And there are a lot of, um, you know, that with that whole, um, and there was a, the legal trouble that the, um, I think it was Barnes and Noble, um, but the, the traditional publishers went through this huge upheaval where they had to reveal that they actually, it was a crapshoot for them too. This as much as it is for us. Like, what do they throw their money at? What's going to actually take off? They don't yeah. actually know. Yeah. So, it, you know, it, it, so it's it's basically... There are um, no surefire, like, exactly. do this and you will. Because nope, it there's... is such an ebb and flow and it changes all the time. Exactly. It's, it's a fluctuating market. It's a big old gamble. You yeah. have to be prepared to have some money that you're just going to throw away to learning, to figuring yeah. out stuff. To... Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's, that has to be part of your business plan. You have yeah. to write that into your business plan when you, yeah. when you start figuring out, okay, so I'm going to do indie publishing. I know that that's what I'm going to do. So you create your own business plan. And I do recommend having at least a loose business plan. If, if you're like me, planning is, is a loose thing. Cause there's a lot of authors who lay, lay like to pants things. Okay. Let's all right. face it. So, but you can't pants everything and you can't pants right. your, your business. You have to at least write down, okay, I expect this. I expect this. I expect this and expect that, um, you're going to need to put some money aside for marketing and uh, actually invest in yourself and invest in your books. Because if you don't invest in your books and you don't invest in yourself, then how can you yeah. boo-hoo about the fact that you didn't sell anything right. or that you're you're not getting anywhere? You have to make Just because you hit the publish button does not mean that the, no. the, the, the marketing is over. It, the, the game has just started. You've exactly. You've got to create the graphics. You've got to create the ads. Exactly. Gotta, Which brings me to, you know, you want to you invest your, you want to invest in the pro of Canva. You don't want to yeah. just use, I mean, you can start in the cheap and, yep. you know, you can learn how to use it. 
learn how to use it, yep. but then you do want to invest in, in the, because your images, all your social media, and they will help you. Like you can, you can schedule out your social media for yourself. You yep. can, you know, you can hire Pick somebody Canva, to help book you do brush, that. But, Pick monkey, all of these yep, sort of platforms are all great sort of graphic yep. makers that and, can help and the you with other Yep. And the other number one recommendation I would make for uh, marketing for yourself is to have a, an author newsletter. You yep. definitely want to get started. If you don't already have one, you need a not an author newsletter because those fans you can take with, if Amazon shuts down, uh, Facebook, Facebook goes Facebook, down, Facebook, which is Facebook not the decides, mm -hmm, Facebook, which well, whether or not it, yeah, if they, if they suspend your account for so, so, and that happened to me. Okay. It was very innocent. I had an ad up that was, um, the man was on the bottom and the woman was on the top. They were fully clothed. They were doing anything, but the AIs, you know, the, the yeah, auto the AI bot said, that, Oh, sexual, yeah. no, no, yes, no, no, exactly. No. Oh, can't have that. And the so, children. yeah. So yeah. even now on that account, on my, on my Connie, on my Constance Ruth Clark account, I can't post any ads. They have to go through review every single time. And you know how frustrating that is. Yep. So frustrating. So that's, yeah. Don't put um, all your eggs in one basket. So a newsletter yeah. is like, this is this, you are in control of that. You are in control right. of the content. I mean, right. newsletter providers can switch. I mean, but well, you have your list, the list of yeah. names. Of emails and the list yours. and that list too, they're your fans. They're right. your people who, who, when you promote a book and when you have a new release, those are the ones who go out and immediately buy it because they're waiting right. for it. They're like, right. oh yeah, we're waiting for this. So right. Right. that's your marketing. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Which brings us to sort of our last point, which we have about you know, about 10 minutes left to, to record. So time control. Yes. This is like a huge piece. I mean, obviously of the things that we just sort of listed of the things that you're responsible for, you start to go, when am I going to yes. have the time to do this and write the book and, you know, attend to my family and maybe mm -hmm. go to a day job. So Mm -hmm. when does all of this you know take well and that place? and that is one of the things that I know you are like uh when you actually shine at and that is planning <laughs> you have to plan everything and you have to plan it right out and one of the things that I found immensely helpful for me especially in the beginning when I had no idea where to go and I really needed to like narrow down what I needed to do when and how um is a planning technique. So I use Sarah Cannon's um, HB90 method, heartbreak. I've used her. that before. I've used that yep. before. Yep. And she is absolutely amazing. So if you have, if you struggle with planning or trying to figure out, you know, what to do next and how she is another one who shines at that, but she's taken it all and she's put it into a class. Um, and they, she, she has it once a quarter. Um, I think the one for this quarter is already over, but the one for the next quarter will be coming up. And for those of you who are interested in doing something like that, I am an affiliate of that. So I do get a little kickback if you decide yeah. that, you know, you want to sign up for that. Um, as a matter of fact, I think all of the services that I've mentioned, I, I am an affiliate for um, because hey, we honestly, work every angle we can, because it's well, hard work being an author. If it works for me, I think that it would work for someone else. Yeah. And, and if you the, have the to spend that money you've on mentioned, it. I have either used or know people who mm -hmm. have used. So yep. these are sort of industry standards of the, the, yeah. the tools that we've mentioned. They're not, you know, they've been around no. the block for a while. They're not, you know, newbie sites. These are 
exactly the tried and true reliable yes that that we yeah and I mean if Sarah also has um she has the HB90 planning method but she also has a a course that you can take which is immensely and this is what I took when I first started um she has this in-depth course uh called publish and thrive which I will also make sure that you have a link to um, as well, which goes right into very deep dive into how to become an indie publisher and what you need to do and all of the things. Yeah, courses like that are invaluable, I think, when you're first starting out because like just talking about these tips, it's like, oh, it's so overwhelming. Where do you start? How do you know where to begin? And so a course like this is, you know, a good way to... Oh, yeah, yeah, completely. It's... um, I think this is, yeah, this is my workbook that I, yeah. that I had. <laughs> yep. I had a big old workbook too. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It ended yep. up being too big for me. I'm, I'm very bizarre with my planners. They have to be a certain size yep. and, and it wasn't the shape that I needed. So for me personally, I couldn't continue <laughs> with that, but I could see how very valuable it would be to somebody, especially if you're just starting out or you're not a well, very and, good planner. It's a great place you to have- sort of start. And you have access to it for life. Like she gives you lifetime access to it. Um, So if you find it helpful or if you're like, okay, well, I'm not at that point yet, but I know that I will be six months down the road. You can put a pin in it and go back to it later. I can watch this on a Saturday or I can, you know what I mean? You can figure out the time. To, to do it. Those types of classes yeah. are always good when you have lifetime access. Well, because- and she has a huge um, Facebook group that with a lot of other people who can help you out, even if it's not particularly her, she's, she's actually much bigger now with, with all of that. So it, it's, um, it's extremely helpful. So I highly recommend, you know, looking into Sarah, as for me, what I, what I do is I coach one-on-one mostly. Um, and I'm looking into doing my own course, but Really, I, I prefer the one-on-one because I like being able to um, see where or you're individualized. at. Individualized. Yeah, yeah, you can help them yeah. on an individual basis. So if there's somebody exactly. who's like listening, who's like, hey, I just really need somebody to hold my hand. That's sort of what yep. you do. That's, like, that's what I do. Help me personally do this, yes. not help, <laughs> help me. Yes. Yep, yep. Yes, exactly. Yep. And, and okay, where are you at in your situation? And let's dive down and see what you need to do next. Okay. Because that can be uh, very overwhelming um, to try and figure out, okay, I've, I've written my book, what do I need to do next? Like, what is the next step? And trying to figure it out on your own. I mean, you can. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, and there's a lot of us who have done it. But yep. if you're, it's you know, take time thinking, too, okay, so. it, it gets very overwhelming. So, yeah tell me what I should do next. And that's, you know, a lot of my clients are at that point They're you know, tell me what I should do next. And then I, I help them. I hold their hand and tell them, okay, this is what, I mean, in my professional opinion, this is what I would recommend. I never tell you exactly what to do. I say in my professional opinion, this is what I would would suggest you do. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously the, the, the five tips that we talked about today, we, we had to gloss over them because we only have a short time to record, but if there's anything in here that you want, you know, a deeper dive into, let us know in the comments and we'll do another podcast in the future. Um, but until then, we are out of time. I want to thank uh, you, Jess- Jessica, for, for coming, taking some time out mm-hmm. today. And we hope that uh, you join us next time on Bound by Books. Bye, all. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Bound by Books podcast. For more information about the show and all of our hosts, visit our website at www.boundbybookspodcast.com. And if you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe and leave a review.